Have you ever dreamed of what life would be like if you were financially free? Yeah, me too. Which is why despite having three children under the age of four and working full time, I decided to start an online business. However, I was not prepared for the chaos starting a business would wreak on my life. I lost sight of the things that were most important to me. The result? I was stressed, overwhelmed, and exhausted with nothing to show for it. I was ready to call it quits. When I realized something, when I keep the most important things in my life stable, that is when I thrive. Now I'm on a mission to inspire other amazing women to do the same. But the real question is, how do we do it? Join me on my journey as I build my financially freeing business using today's top marketing strategies while keeping stability in my home, family, and mind. My name is Johanna Buss, and this is the Stable Mama Podcast. Hey, mamas, and welcome back to another episode of the Stay at Mama podcast. I am so excited to have you here. And of course, guess what we have? Yeah, that's right. It's another incredible guest. And this one I am ridiculously excited for. I know I love all of them, but I'm a little biased on this one because she is one of my coaches. Yes. So let's give her a big warm welcome. Her name is Dana Olson. She is the co-founder of Mama to Millionaire, and she's a homeschooling attachment parenting mama of five little ones. She is also a military spouse and a life and business coach. Her mission is to help moms really unleash their power and their purpose as they make a positive income and impact. Ladies, she is amazing. I cannot wait to dive into her journey. So let's give a big warm welcome to Dana. Hi guys, thank you so much for having me here, Johanna. You are one of my absolute favorite clients. I'm, I'm biased too, so I'm really honored that you had me on. See, isn't she sweet? I didn't even pay her to say that. Not to get <laughs> the truth. We have this tradition on the Stay Mama podcast, and that is we ask the same question to all our incredible guests, and that is, how do you do it? How do you keep stability in your life as you build your incredible business? I think for me, there's one thing that just reigns above all others, and that stability for me is flexibility. It means that if we have this rigid routine, this rigid program that we have to do every day, I would drive myself crazy because kids are not rigid people, right? It's like holding sticks of butter in your hands as they wiggle and do their own things. So having flexibility, knowing that not every single thing has to get done every day, knowing that our moods change as adults. And so our kids' moods change as kids and not expecting that just because I had, I had my plan for the day that it was going to go to plan. <laughs> that um, being flexible, I think, with each other, with our expectations, with our outcomes, with our goals, and honing back into that sense of Am I making the most of today? Am I, am I doing the best I can to serve the people I love? And if the answer to that is yes, then the rest works, right? That's true. It's, it's so funny. Like structure is important, but it's also got a flow. It's like this weird flowy structure. <laughs> it has the ebb and the flow, right? <laughs> exactly. Yes. Awesome. Well, I completely hear you on the flexibility. And if you guys just witnessed the hoops that we had to jump through to actually record this podcast, you would get how important flexibility as well. <laughs> no, I, I love how you speak about flexibility and just having that ability to show up every day how you want to. And I love the mission that you have. So I cannot wait to hear more about it. Mama to millionaire. I feel like that's kind of the dream, right? We always start this business and we see ourselves in great success, but you're doing it. So girl, where do we start? Tell me more about your journey. Oh, journey feels 
long and ongoing, but you know, it's what we make of it, right? So the journey, um, I don't even know necessarily where to start. So my, my parents died when I was five. Um, it was a suicide and murder. And I was kind of tossed around a lot <laughs> as a child, never really felt like I could find my place in the world. And I had to really, really strive to figure out what that was. And when I finally, you know, met my husband and we, we became, you know, mutual forces in life and then immediately went into parenthood, I think everything that I thought I knew about myself, I had to figure out again because now I was constantly serving kids. I wasn't in a space of business and, you know, business had gone really well. I was researching at Harvard. I had worked for the Italian consulate. I had traveled the world. I had studied languages and I thought, oh my gosh, I'm amazing. I can make a difference. And it changed. It, it, it changed, I think, with the birth of my first child where that mission, it felt really cool, but really selfish, if you will. And so when it becomes so much about knowing who we are, but not knowing how to serve people, I, I felt really lost for a while. So I picked up all sorts of different entrepreneurial aspects where I would do, you know, I'm really into natural birth. So I, I launched and marketed a natural birth course. I did various MLMs just because I, I thought, I actually really think these are cool products and I'm going to buy them anyhow. Why not try to promote them? I put together a natural soap company and sold a whole bunch of stuff on Amazon and Etsy. I did high-end dog training and breeding, and I thought, this is so cool, so hands-on, so labor-intensive, and so kind of learning about everything, but doing it in a very hands-on way with my kids reminded me of exactly why I was here and why I had done everything up to that point, and it was to create resilience and remind moms that they are resilient and capable and strong and credible people at home before they got married, after they got married, before they had kids, after they have kids, while they have kids, that there's no, there's no one thing that you do that defines everything you do. It's just owning that you have a purpose at every point and entrepreneurship serves to magnify that. I love that. I love how you talk about purpose and your journey really resonates with me. Not necessarily we had a little bit different <laughs> upbringing, but the, I felt like I had such a glamorous life and then I got married and I have kids and not as glamorous, but it doesn't mean it can't hold a lot of purpose and it can't be what you want it to be. So I, I just love that. I am curious, You so you started your businesses before you had kids? No, I was working, you know, just like any woman, I think you, you go to college, you go to grad school, you travel the world, you get a job, just, you know, you take the opportunities that you can that are a lot harder when you have five kids. And so I started my first business in this, the learning space of a natural birth course. That was one of the very first businesses that I put together. It was called Beautiful Natural Birth. And it was teaching moms how to go through birth in an empowered way so that they felt supported and capable and I thought oh my goodness how am I gonna like I don't have this family network I don't have the support I don't have the friends how am I gonna do it all on my own what did I need to learn what did I wish someone had taught me and so that was the very first thing that I put together as a, a business owner it's okay 
<laughs> I love that you're you're totally showing up as mom right now as you are running your incredible business and mama two millionaire like you did it and yet here she is ladies she is doing the things while being mom right now not mom after she's done with this interview like right now and that's one of the my favorite things about this amazing woman is like she just shows up and she does it like all and it's awesome <laughs> you know i think it's always important to be true to that sense of yourself otherwise you're going to lose that sense of yourself and i know that for a long time i did you know and it was it was that fear like i want to be that glamorous person right and yet here i am with a spit up and breastfeeding a child as milk shoots across me and doing a podcast interview and it all fits together right uh, so I'd love to hear like how did you get to this point like I think starting a business as a mom and then you keep adding amazing children to the mix how does your business kind of respond to that like what did you do differently flexibility I think again it always comes back to that of what are you willing to acknowledge that you're doing just for the money, acknowledge that you're doing because it seemed like a cool idea, acknowledge that maybe your whole heart isn't in it. And so I know that with with each thing I did, it you know, it wasn't about the number <laughs> of kids that I had or the number of dollars coming in or the number of hours of support that I had. The thing that mattered most was how much is my own heart in it? Because that's how much I'm going to show up for it. And so my own whole heart is, is in my family, is in the legacy that I built at home, first and foremost. And if whatever I'm doing business-wise feels like it's misaligned or like it is grinding uphill against that thing that I put first, then it, it was always like this red flag to me, Dana, why are you doing this? Even if it's succeeding, is it succeeding the way you want it to? Are you in that space of authentic aligned action? Are you doing it because it's, you know, it's something that works for many people. It's something that you would like to see work because you need to, you need to prove that you can, like, what is the real reason? And I think once I was able to identify that and then start talking with friends about that, because so many women I knew were doing the same thing, right? Having babies and reaching for that low hanging fruit, like, oh, here's a cool opportunity. Maybe I should try this. And so whenever I would dig into that why of, okay, so why, why do you want to sell this thing? Why did you get into this thing? What does this thing mean to you? It was loud and clear. It was never about the product that someone else had invited them to sell. It was always about their desire to be seen, to be heard, to make a difference, to do something that made them feel alive again. And so I think that more than anything, to like look at everything that I was doing, that I had done, that I had learned and say, of course, God prepared me for this, to say each thing was something that you needed to be able to learn and understand in order to be able to teach it, to help people elevate themselves from where they are. I actually love that you said that. I was just, um, I'm doing a Bible study right now. And that's actually what we talked about today is how like, you know, what happens in our lives, our experiences, so often we think about, oh, it's happening to me, not necessarily happening for me. And that these are all things that we get to use now in order to make life great. Yes. Yes, God is for us, not against us. I believe that 
wholeheartedly. And so whenever, you know, we're in that space where it seems like, oh my gosh, I can never get the house clean or why aren't sales flowing in business? It's, it's not that God is against us. We're not supposed to be doing that thing. It's that we're supposed to be learning something from that space. What is it that we're supposed to be learning? Right. And that's right there where I struggle. <laughs> First of all, it's identifying that, okay, it's not to me, it's for me. And then being quiet enough in my own mind to be like, okay, what am I supposed to be learning from this situation? <laughs> <laughs> what do I want to learn from it? I think that's a really good question too. Because that whole coulda, shoulda, supposed to can sometimes be a little bit of a, of a rabbit hole. That's, Yes. Yes, <laughs> I have been down that one way too many times. What would you kind of uh, give advice to that? Like, um, obviously, you've done a great job reflecting and using your experiences in order to grow who you are and, and build this incredible business. How would you kind of, what advice would you have for like, okay, this is maybe how you should reflect during this period of time and, and kind of identify what's going on? You know, I think it's always a matter of, of letting yourself dig a little deeper. Why am I mad at my husband? Because he didn't do the dishes like he said he would. Why am I mad that he didn't do the dishes? Is it because I didn't want to do them? Because I'm overwhelmed with all the housework? Because I wish I had more time for the business? Because I don't feel supported in my business? Because I don't believe my business is going to work? Therefore, I project and think my husband's not going to think my business works, but I'm mad about him about the dishes, right? So, you know, I think Sometimes when we go, when we let ourselves really go deeper into why we feel the way we do about something, we can uncover what we really want out of that situation. And I want your support. I want you to believe in me and I need an hour alone to go believe in myself without chaos around me. You know, maybe it's that and not the dishes. And so for all mamas out there with kids and businesses and lives doing their things, that would be the number one thing I would say to you is know why you're doing what you're doing and don't be afraid to dig deeper than feels comfortable. Yes, deeper than feels comfortable. I love that advice because I have noticed even in my journey that 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 digging deep part is something that I struggle with. I don't know if I'm afraid to see what I find down there, but I'm like, oh, yep, this is good. But it's not really until you dig down to those levels that you really uncover the golden nuggets. Yeah. Okay, so how about you though? Like what's the one piece of advice that you think you would share? Here you are helping moms create stable routines and just find that space of unstoppable empowerment and movement. What would you say? Oh, goodness. I guess I've never had an interview that's switched it back up on me. Let's see. <laughs> on the spot. I guess one of the things that I would love to talk about is just giving yourself permission to ask. I feel like we're so afraid to ask that we just really limit ourselves. Like, oh, that could never be possible. Well, what if you just ask? Or I've noticed that even in my husband and, and his role that he's played in our electrical business. And he's like, oh no, like they would never do that. I was like, have you ever asked them? He's like, oh, I guess not. And like, it's growing leaps and bounds because he's like, oh yeah, I guess I could just go ask. So it's weird that this, this three letter word can be so freaking powerful. Yeah, I love that. You know, what are you going to ask yourself? What do you need to ask of others? Where you need support? I always call it the big ask, right? What's your big ask? Put it out there because you never know. You just, 
you don't get to decide what someone else is going to say yes to. You get to ask. Right. And then what's the worst thing? They said no. Well, if you didn't ask them, they already said no. Said no. Right? So yeah. They're not losing anything. I think that was one of my biggest pivots in like my mindset is like, oh, well, just put it out there. Right. Yes. Ah, oh, love it. High five. <laughs> Awesome. I've loved this interview so far. You always have so many amazing gold nuggets and I learned so much every single time I talk to you. I guess, I guess what's that one big thing? What's your big takeaway from your mama to millionaire journey? Like, how has your life changed? How is it like, what's that big takeaway looking back that you'd be like, okay, maybe I wish I would have done this differently. Maybe I would have learned this faster or what big advice do you have for us? Oh, I love that. So you know, I always come back to the, the core three for me. And in business, I say show up, serve, and sell. But I genuinely believe it's the same in life. And it, it took Grant Cardone, you know, fixing my, my mindset on this one to say, everything you do is about asking. Everything is a sale. If you're trying to convince your kids to eat the cauliflower broccoli mac instead of the kind that they want out of the blue craft box, it's a sale, right? And to get what you want in life, and if, if you really want to make a difference, then you have to show up. And you can't show up as someone else. God, God made you you. He didn't make you some other person. So you can't try to be or sound or feel more like someone else because you like that. You just get to embrace what you love most about you as you are where you are. So you show up and then you serve. Our kids, oh my goodness, I just, you know, I watch you hug your little ones as they wake up from a nap and service, we think about it as this, like, how much do I have to give away? How much do I have to give before something comes back to me? And it, I think that is like one of the biggest limiting beliefs that we can have when it comes to serving, that when we give, because we know that we're changing someone's life for the better, it changes our life. For the better. So definitely, I think that there were some really selfish parts of me on my journey that I had to, you know, see <laughs> and do to realize that it's never, ever, ever just about the sale, just feeling great, just getting what we want. It's really about serving. And we do that best when we do it as ourselves, right? But then that third aspect, like you just mentioned, go for it, ask for it, embrace it. That's the part of selling. Like if you really don't want to eat sugar and dairy and your best friend's like, hey, let's go get some ice cream. And you're afraid to say, ice cream makes my tummy not feel great. You know, ask for what you want. Hey, yeah, would it be okay if we went by, you know, that smoothie joint instead? They have some of the milkshakes you like and some of the fruity stuff I like. Ask for the thing you want. It's a sale, no matter how you look at it. And when you're willing to ask for what you want, but also willing to serve, you're going to find a much greater sense of empowerment and fulfillment in life and in business. See, I told you she was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Dana, I've, I've loved this interview. I guess the last thing I would love to leave our listeners with is what's that one thing that we could do right now? You have this incredible journey from mama to millionaire. What's that one thing that we could do today to kind of make our journey a little bit easier? Ooh, there's one thing that you could do today. Give yourself more grace. Be 
patient with yourself. Know that everything you want doesn't happen overnight just because you want it, but because you believe in yourself, you believe that you have something to give this world. You believe that you can make a difference and because you know that you will. And so just give yourself grace when it doesn't go perfectly when you're, <laughs> when all of your kids come in for your interview with Johanna on the podcast and spill oil on your kitchen floor. No, really just give yourselves more grace because you'll enjoy the whole process a lot more and life is made to be joyful so and Johanna is like a beautiful example of that with all her radiance and her energy and her dancing and her gifts your gifts are the best <laughs> I do love a good gift I'm not gonna lie <laughs> uh, again this has been a wonderful interview thank you so much for joining us today where can we find out more information about you well, thank you so much for having me here. And you can find more at momentamillionaire.com. You can look for us on the Facebook group, the Momentamillionaire um, group as well. And also on Instagram, where you'll just find tons of inspiration and free coaching and things that can help you grow in life and business. Uh, ladies, she's incredible. If you need any of those links, as always, I provide them in the show notes. And just go check her out because I think you will be impressed. I know I was. <laughs> Uh, well, thank you again. This has been an incredible episode and um, I look forward to having our listeners give us incredible feedback and just learn as much as I did. So thank you again. And we'll see you on the next episode of the Stable Moment Podcast. Thank you, Johanna. Thank you for listening. If you liked today's episode, could you please take a minute to rate and review my show? It would mean the world to me. Also, let me know if you have any questions or if there's something in particular that you're struggling with so that we can cover it in future episodes. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. Remember, progress is being just 1% better today than you were yesterday. You got this, mama. See you on the next episode.